The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special September 11th edition of Finsider Daily right here on this Finsider, part of the SB Nation Network. And on today's episode, I am joined by my good friend Jake Mendel to break down the 2019 Miami Dolphins and what to expect as the season goes on. Are the Dolphins in perfect position to tank? How did that 59-10 debacle happen? Is there a mutiny in Miami? And much, much more on today's episode of Finsider Daily. Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of Finsider Daily. I am Josh Houts. You can follow me on Twitter at at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. And today I am joined by a man that many do not know this, but he gave me my very first writing gig at the age of 43. He was 13, just hit puberty. My guest today, Jake Mendel. How are you doing today, Jake? I need to, I need to preface this by saying there are no autographs. Uh, Yes, you were 45. I remember you were out in the streets looking for some job, and I just, I got, out, I, I just got out of nap time, and I'm like, sir, I can't complete a sentence, but you should write for me, and, and it's, been, it's been love ever since. <laughs> yes, we, we jokingly say I'm your father, like the Darth Vader, and I, I honestly don't know. I'm, I've watched Star Wars, but I can't remember the names. Who, who's Darth Vader's son? Dude, no. 
No, you're not gonna. That that's how we're gonna begin the first. Oh uh, man, the, you don't know who Luke is? Skywalker is. Okay, there you go. Thank oh you. man, I'm flipping tables over here. I'm flipping tables, but I must say I'm a little offended because I interned for Matt in real life. Uh, I'd like to give Sutton all the all the crap in the world on the internet, and this is my first appearance on Finsider, so I you have to forgive me if if I'm a little nervous. My hands are a little clammy. You know, we're 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 jumping into the deep end here. Yeah, and you are definitely going to be a reoccurring guest on here because we are going to have a ton of fun talking about the Miami <laughs> Dolphins 2019 season. We know they got absolutely decimated, 59-10 to 10 at home. What did you think about that game, man? Just just tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Was there any hope for the future? Uh, what did you like? What didn't you like? Just just lay it all out here. This is a therapy session. Just Just get it all out. So I think we should start at the beginning, and it was kind of a kiss of death when they go to the sideline and it's Jay Feely there. I think that should have been the first sign, like, we got to get out of here. The ground started to shake. It's like, no, 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 no. But And then I was listening to Jay Feely because, first of all, my senses got going after that CBS theme went off. The, the you know, the highlights, the drum beats. I'm like, wow. Like, like, I am full galaxy brain. I am taking in all this. And then I just hear Jay Feely, who sounds like Ernie talking to Bert down <laughs> on the sideline, ranting about God knows what. And I'm like, here we go. This is going to start getting miserable. I mean, the temperature, it was 90. And they said it felt like 101. Even the, the weather was laughing at us. It was just a tough game to watch. It was just, you wanted some sort of highlight. Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, that is, said after the game that the one, if you wanted some little highlight, it was the Preston Williams touchdown. But, I mean, even then, you want to be excited about this guy. He had only three catches on five targets. There was a drop in there. That, you know, you could even nitpick that. That Was it really a highlight? Somebody had to score a touchdown when the other team scores 60, right? Yeah, someone had to. And you mentioned the, the drop touchdown. I think it was the commentators. They were sitting there yelling about how Brian Flores should have challenged it. I mean, what would have it hurt, especially when you were getting destroyed like they did? But I think you're right. On Offensively, Preston Williams, the unicorn, had to be the lone bright spot. He absolutely destroyed and, you know, rest in peace to that defensive back that thought he could hang with him because he's, he's in a body bag today. He broke his, both of his ankles. I believe he's out a couple weeks. But uh, what do you see going forward for the Miami Dolphins? I mean, <laughs> should we all be ready to tank? Um, so there was a joke, especially surrounding the Miami Heat for years, when, when they're on the verge of the playoffs, when they're in the hunt, even uh, floating around that ninth seed, tenth seed, it's don't let go of the rope. You know, you hold on to the very end as tight as you can. You hold on, don't give up. Except with this Dolphins team, I don't know if I necessarily see that rope, which is a little concerning because we're sitting here, there are reports coming out that the Dolphins, they, they couldn't adjust mid-game, the players aren't confident in this coaching staff, and I guess my my concern is can we trust these guys with all these picks, two first-rounders in the next two years, two second-rounders in the next two years, that they're going to do anything, or is this going to be like 2013? We traded up, for, first of all, before I even get into how bad Deion Jordan was, I'm doing that trade 10 times out of 10. If you're moving up, I think they moved up 10 spots in the draft for a second-round pick, that was a steal in itself despite the outcome of the player. But, I mean, you think they did that. They drafted Jamar Taylor, Will Davis, to try to, quote-unquote, shore up the secondary. You bring in Philip Wheeler, Donnell Ellerby, and Mike Wallace to shore up. And it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. So I'm starting to get that vibe about this team, not this tanking always works because it doesn't. We just saw if we want to be the new-look Browns in a couple of years, that just means we're going to get blown out at home by 30 points instead of 50 <laughs> on a Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Yeah, all the hype surround the Browns, and that just did not work out. I mean, we all think Baker Mayfield, think the world of Baker Mayfield, at least I do, but what happened there? No one thought Tennessee was going to go out there and absolutely destroy them. If that is what the Dolphins have to look forward to, oh, man, there's it is doom and gloom for the rest of our lives, if we're being completely honest. But, uh, you know, everyone wants to tank, and Tua is that guy that everyone thinks the Dolphins have a shot at, has the chance to be that franchise-altering quarterback. But we saw last night, you know, Denver didn't look very good. The Giants, I mean, they have Daniel Jones. They didn't look very good. You know, there's other teams out there that have a chance to be equally as bad, and it's the Dolphins are going to have to continue to do this if they want a chance at Tua. Is that something that you foresee? Do you think the Dolphins are actually going out there and trying to lose games? I mean, we see them making these trades for the like getting rid of the Laramie Tunsils and bringing in picks and, and getting rid of some of those veteran guys on the roster. Do you see this as the Dolphins are fully tanking, really trying to get that number one pick? Like something we haven't seen done since the Colts did suck for luck. The issue with that I see is, yes, they're tanking, and I'm okay with the tanking, but you you go out and you lose games in the fourth quarter. You don't lose them in the first quarter. You know what I mean? I don't think the Colts came out every week, and, and of course, week one, we're overreacting, we're in our feels. That was a brutal performance where we can't trust that this coaching staff's going to do anything right after that. You can't come out and, and give up 21 points in the first quarter, 21 points in the second quarter, and be comfortable with what's happening. So now, if it was, hey, you know, we're losing 24-3 to at halftime, yeah, we suck, that's fine, that's one thing, and, you know, maybe they tack on two more touchdowns, you lose 37-10, to whatever. But to come out and, and just do nothing, have no stops on defense, that that's just where the tanking has gone too far, where it's not just tanking anymore. This There just might be bad people all around this team, and we're not just talking players. Yeah, and I think Armando Salguero came out today and said, you know, some players were upset with the scheme and, you know, the different coverages because they left the middle of the field open the entire game. They let Hollywood Brown do the damage that he did. And you just don't know how far this tanking really is going. If they didn't adjust, a guy that we saw absolutely shut down one of the best offenses in the NFL, if not one of you know the best offense, the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl, you got to think Brian Flores could have done something there to at least counter a guy that you know going into that game you knew was this big play threat. They said they they sold out all week. They said they were going to try to stop Lamar Jackson's run. Why would you? Why were you not ready for a quarterback to throw the football? I, I just don't get it. It just doesn't seem right. I think this tank has gone too far. Now, here's a question for you. As a head coach for the Miami Dolphins, right now, would you rather have Brian Flores or Zach Taylor? Oh, man. Like, right now, as of today? As of today. I mean, I, I thought the Bengals were going to be equally as bad, and they went out there and at least put up a fight, right? So, ah, man. I, I'm going to trust Flores, but, you know, a couple more games like this, I, I don't know if you could... I think I'd feel a lot differently a couple games from now. Exactly. And, and the thing that's really stood out there is they John Ross looked like the the yeah. talent everything it, it clicked you know and and I think that's what we wanted to see as the Dolphins some sort of strength we were hoping 
This is the year, you know, we have this defensive-minded head coach. That means, you know, Jerome Baker, Raquan McMillan, Minka Fitzpatrick, these guys are going to come out and show their stuff. These guys are going to hit their highest peak of potential because they're in a spot where they can succeed under their defensive-minded guy who just won a Super Bowl by giving up just three points. Instead, we didn't see any of that. And the Bengals, yes, they're going to be bad. They're going to lose games. They had... The, they they had people shaking their feet, especially in Survivor Pools. Oh, my God. You know, just to see John Ross, to, you know, that they put up roughly 30 points. That is what I want to see. I don't want to see, you know, three points and a half, ten points in a game, whatever it may be that, that where there's no bright spot. There needed to be some sort of potential with this Dolphins team. There are players on this team who are going to be here. When Tua gets here, when Jake Fromm gets here, when Justin Herbert gets here, side note, I do not want Justin Herbert. He does not look like a good quarterback <laughs> to me. But there needs to be some guys stepping up, and, and I don't see that at all with this team. Nobody's taking, you know, anything, uh, any of these opportunities and making at least something out of it. Yeah, I think that's why you got to either go to or bust. You know, you can't really rely on any of these other quarterbacks to be that franchise altering, at least that surefire guy. We keep hearing reports about a mutiny in Miami. What do you think of that? And you know, if there was to be a thing where, you know, there was this revolt, like Adam Beasley said, or, you know, Mike Florio saying there's a mutiny in Miami, if there were to be this such ruffle in the locker room, who might some of those players be that, you know, might see their opportunities starting to diminish here in Miami? And maybe they think they have a better opportunity to go out there and make an impact like a Kenny Stills or a Laramie Tunzel. I have an issue with this, and, and I just think it's an unfair spot to put players in who could very well be, you know, taking the blows and just coming to work every day. We see Jerome Baker doing it. We see Xavier Howard doing it. Of course, Howard got paid. But, of course, you go to the guys like Albert Wilson, Kenyon Drake, even maybe even a Devontae Parker, Minka Fitzpatrick, these guys who are, are ready to compete now. But th- I feel like that's an unfair spot to say these guys want to leave when this report could be about Dion Lacey saying, I don't want to play for this team even though this is this is my like roster spot. This is my best pants to start. Uh, this could be about Jason Sanders saying he wants to kick for a contender. Like, I just, it could definitely, you, you, I think those names are pretty obvious who could go elsewhere and perform well and be an impact guy. I just don't want to throw them under the bus as the guy saying this, especially when the report came out that these guys have had initial talks. Like, hey, like, I really don't know, like, like is there a way I can get out of this if this team is 0-6 with a point differential of, like, negative 300? I don't know if it's going to get that crazy, but it might after what we saw. So I just don't know what to feel about that. And until we have someone come out or a trade is made, I, I don't want to really point the blame at any of those veterans who can very well. We, we I think we know who most of them are, but, but is there anyone I really missed there that, that you think could be on that list? No, and the biggest thing is, you know, it's it's going to happen if it happens. You know, we just saw it with Laramie Tunsil. They said if Laramie Tunsil gets traded, these veterans would speak out and revolt. And why wouldn't you? I mean, if you came onto this team or you thought you had an opportunity to at least go out there and have a competitive team and then you see what they did on Sunday, it's clearly not going to be competitive. So why won't those some of those guys want out? But I, I don't know that there's anything to this report. I really won't put much much stake in it. But why shouldn't a guy like Kenyon Drake, like we said, want out? Why shouldn't a guy like maybe even a Devontae Parker who's finally starting to shine? Why wouldn't he want to go somewhere else and be a, a – you know? so whatever it may be, I'm not putting too much stock in it. And we know how bad the Dolphins looks against the Baltimore Ravens, but let's be honest. They got New England coming into town, a team that they beat five of the last six times down there in Miami. 
do you think this is that game? You know, they're wearing their throwbacks. You know, maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick goes out there and has that magical game that we thought maybe he'd have week one. Maybe the defense finally shows up. But do you think this is the game? Is this the right time for the Miami Dolphins to be playing the New England Patriots? I think so. I don't think there's really a good time, but but you need to be a little crazy to be a Dolphins fan, and and so that's kind of what we're going to justify this. The throwback jerseys. The Patriots can't play in Miami. The Dolphins look like the worst team in the NFL. The Patriots look like they're going 16-0. The year that the Patriots went 16-0, I believe the Dolphins really pushed them to the limit. I believe they only lost one by 10 points roughly at home, and for an 0-16 team, that really you know means something. I think all these guys, I think the... The rumors of the the mutiny is really gonna bring this team together. I, I was talking earlier that I think there's this team's gonna go on a stretch and win like three of four at some point, and that's gonna be their only wins of the season. But there's gonna be the storylines of, you know, we worked together, we fought together, we stuck together, and we're winning games, and that's gonna be the feel good moment of the thirteen and three. What can that start Sunday against New England? I really think so. Uh, USA Today, I, I remember there's one thing I always go to where the, the they were saying the Dolph or the Patriots were going undefeated, yada yada. Lost week one. You know? These things are so unpredictable. Would I be surprised if the Dolphins got blown out? No. Am I actually probably expecting it? Yeah, a little. But I think that randomness about football makes this a, a good game where where all those nonsense excuses why teams lose games really add up. Yeah, I'm excited, and I'm going to have the opportunity to be down there thanks to the Finsider. I just saw today that Publix and Pepsi are putting on a free tailgate, so I'm going to go down there and see what that's all about before I head into the press box. But you're absolutely right. I think if a Dolphins team could do it, it would be, you know, where the throwbacks early in Miami. Uh, you know, Brian Flores against Bill Belichick. It's going to be interesting to see how they match up because this is a game that could put the Dolphins in the, in the ground. You know, like they are not coming back from this. If they truly are trying to be competitive in 2019, if they don't win this game, they're 0-2, and the schedule's not going to get any better. I have to ask about the quarterback position because, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked pretty bad. Josh Rosen, a guy that some people believe should start, looks pretty bad. So what would you do? Do you still think that, you know, maybe the Dolphins should wait till that bye week, transition Josh Rosen into the Washington game, or do you think we might even see Josh Rosen sooner than that? I want him sooner. I'd rather Josh Rosen come out and throw four interceptions and have Fitzpatrick come out here and throw 185 yards, 193, excuse me. It just seems I, I want some sort of hope, excitement. If we're going to be bad, let the bad players be bad instead of running out this 36-year-old guy who is, is it's just a waste of time, it seems. I'd rather see Jake uh, Roddick, I still don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, go out there. I'd rather have him at quarterback over Fitzpatrick right now just for that unknown. I need some sort of mystery in my Dolphins fandom yeah man it's it's gonna be ugly hopefully the Dolphins you know can make a respectable matchup with New England but at the end of the day I think these Dolphins are gonna be you know historically bad I'm just waiting to see who our Greg Camarillo is gonna be who do you think that guy is gonna be is it gonna be Preston Williams you know tie game late in the year Dolphins still don't have a win will it be Preston Williams that catches that that slant to take it to the house Uh, I just don't know who's gonna make that impact because we know they can't play defense. We we know the offense looked looked pretty bad. If we if you could sit here and just guess, just just take a wild guess who that guy could be that makes that play to give the Dolphins that one lone victory this season. I'm gonna go weird one, but I mean for a team that's looking like they might go win sixteen, you have to be a little weird. I'm gonna go Mark Walton. I think he's gonna whether it be a punt return, whether it be some random screen, whether it's a game where he just takes off, where whatever the Dolphins game plan try to they try to do. You think about what happened in New England the, the, with the Patriots. 
They use different quarterbacks all the time, a bunch of different guys, uh, different running backs, excuse me. I think Mark Walton can come out and have a stunner week, and I think that could be help the Dolphins win a game. Yeah, I completely agree. Mark Walton's a name to watch out for. I picture Chandler Cox just running right through the entire, you know, 11 guys on the other side into the end zone, like bowling pins. That'll be how the Dolphins win, 48-yard Mike Allstott-type run. But, Jake, dude, thanks for coming on this show, man. Let us know. Is there anything that you want to pimp out? I know you're doing a bunch of stuff. You're writing for SI Dolphin Maven. You got the Indy Hump podcast that we just did that, you know, we did the book club. We're, we're always on those things together. Is there something you want to pimp out that you're doing currently? You know, I got to say, most importantly, I mean, in the hunt's very important to me. I love writing content for Dolphins Maven. I will churn out uh, plenty of articles uh, for that. But, but follow me on Twitter. Communicate with me. Let's have a talk. I mean, I'm like eight followers away from 2,400, which isn't too too much compared to you, but I want my Kobe. I want to hit there. I, I'd like to get 3,000 by the end of the year. That might be a little unpredictable, but hey, let's do it. Let's go. Let's talk some Dolphins. Dude, thanks for being on the show, man. Fins up. Hopefully we'll have you on later in the year. You know, maybe the Dolphins are still winless, and we can really get into that tank for two a talk. I sure hope so, man. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins.